SAFM News. Good afternoon. President Jacob Zuma has strongly condemned the jamming of the signal for cellular phones during his chaotic State of the Nation address in Parliament on Thursday. The South African National Editors Forum is going to court over the matter. The President says a parliamentary investigation is underway to establish who was behind this. Certainly, I don't know who blocked the cell phones. That was wrong. There's no doubt about it. I did not know up to now. I don't know what had happened. The Speaker said the Secretary of Parliament is going to investigate this and I'm sure the facts will come and we'll be able to comment on something that we know exactly what happened. Sanef, meanwhile, says media houses will urgently seek a court order preventing the security agencies, agencies from blocking communication signals in Parliament. They will also ask the courts to compel Parliament to allow broadcast media to install their own cameras in the legislature. The British security firm G4S has denied allegations by former South African prisoners that members of the British group staff had tortured them. A British law firm, Lee Day, is representing 43 former inmates of the maximum security prison in Bloemfontein run by G4S in a civil damages claim. The claim alleges that while in detention at Mangaung Correctional Centre, the prisoners were electrocuted, forcibly injected with medications and racially abused by G4S staff. G4S, which has been running the prison since 2001, denied the allegations and says the company will defend itself against the claim. A 20-year-old Canadian man has been arrested, along with a woman at Halifax Stanfield International Airport, following a plot to carry out a mass shooting on Valentine's Day. The commanding officer of the Nova Scotia Royal Canadian Mounted Police, Brian Brennan, says the motive did not appear to be terrorism. Information gathered suggested that a 19-year-old Timberley male and a 23-year-old Geneva, Illinois female had access to firearms, and it was their intention to go to a public venue in the Halifax region on February 14th with a goal of opening fire to kill citizens and then themselves. Evidence also suggested that two other males, aged 20 and 17, were involved. Their role is still to be determined as part of the investigation. And finally, 15 couples have tied the knot at the old garrison church on Robben Island. The ceremonies took place on the iconic South African landmark for the 15th time on Valentine's Day this year. The ceremonies were planned by the Department of Home Affairs in partnership with the Robben Island Museum and is open for couples from all over the world. The couples were surrounded by their loved ones when they finally said, I do. For Good Hope FM News, I'm Danielle Buzet.